welcome back to my first fanfiction, the podcast where I'll read the second fanfiction that I ever wrote. I'm doing a pretty good job at the intro now. I think that's like three intros in a row where I got it correct. Is that right? Yeah? Yeah? Good job, Al. Duncan, <laughs> Duncan's not going to say anything, but I'm giving myself a pat on the back. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. But not for getting the intro right. Why are you proud of me? I'm proud of how long you were able to say goal on our last episode. <laughs> Thank you. In case you didn't see it, it was on our Twitter. Uh, the answer was like 32 seconds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good. I was also surprised. It's like... It's interesting when you, like, try to say something for that long, how your voice just, like, erodes and it goes through, like, all these different, like, cycles, basically. It it modulates. Yeah. Very strong singers are able to maintain a consistent pitch and tone for a long time. Yes. But regardless, I thought you did an impressive job. Um, I'll also say that you are notorious for having a a small lung capacity, so... Uh, Am I? Yeah. So I thought... What do you mean notorious? I mean, that's probably one of the things you're most famous for. Uh, so in that light, I thought it was particularly impressive. I guess I should update my Twitter bio. Yeah. Notoriously small lung capacity. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of updating one's Twitter bio, I don't know that that's the best segue for this, but I'm excited to talk about it. If you follow me on Twitter, um, this is the thing that I was hinting at uh, for a while, talking about how, oh, I have a surprise. Uh, It's not related to the podcast, but the exciting thing that happened to me in my writing-related life is that I signed with an agent. Yay! It's only me clapping. (laughs) Oh, sorry. High five. Thank you, Duncan. (laughs) I just wanted to say, like, I I think it's very interesting that I have the opportunity to kind of see my journey through writing, like, come to life through this podcast, because I started this show because I was sad that I was not being creative in my life anymore after some stuff that happened in college that left me just kind of like creatively drained. And I decided to start this podcast because I wanted to still be creative somehow and reading my old fan fiction brought me a lot of joy. And reading it again and exploring that side of myself made me feel comfortable with the idea of writing again, which led to deciding to do that again and it started with fan fiction which eventually became like oh these characters are kind of like out of character now like they're becoming their own people i was like maybe i should just write an actual book which became a book and now i have an agent and i'm working on uh my book with my agent and that's amazing and i just wanted to say thank you to everyone who listens to and supports this podcast because really it has been amazing to be on this journey with other people and to have see that people are interested in listening to these very silly stories and I'm very excited to see where this all goes and I am very very grateful for you all so that's my like little sappy side story right now Duncan's like disassociating right now like he's just like completely glazed like looking out the window I'm looking at a beautiful bluebird oh it hopped away as soon as I said that oh son of a bitch I didn't get to see the (laughs) bird all right well I guess the bird flew away so it's saying it's like get on with the show now stop being sappy so, per the bird, <laughs> we're just, <laughs> we're just going to get right into it. Yay! You so, know, I never listened to the last episode. Okay. Uh, that's a brag. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, I did live through it, but whatever. <laughs> I'm wondering how the post-production went and whether you were able to add that little Nas X song. I did, yes. Okay. Yes, I did mm-hmm. add the little Nas X song, yeah. which is great news. Uh, spoiler alert. We are still in Bill, Bill's POV in this oh. chapter. I saw. Oh, I didn't. I yeah, really yeah. Seen. Uh, I it's was, a little, little sneak peek. Yeah. I was so just asking. We'll bring back Call Me By Your Name this week. But to recap on the previous episode, we did get Bill's POV for the first time, and which means we did get Call Me By Your Name in my weird transatlantic uh, sports announcer accent. <laughs> I have to be back today, unfortunately. Let's see. It might sound completely different this time. But the reason we are in Bill's POV is because Julia, I think, is like in a coma. Uh, she uh, self-harmed after Tom called her a sewer rat. So now she's kind of out of the picture for the moment. And it's all it's all Bill, baby. So he is the captain of this ship and he's doing a decent job at steering us. I, I had fun with that accent, but I don't know if it's incredibly annoying. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm peeping your open tabs here. Yeah. And you got a throwback. 2048. Yeah, I like to play 2048. Uh, first of all, how dare you reveal what my tabs say? They're all related to the podcast, actually, with the exception of my email tab. But yeah, I play 2048 when I'm editing. I don't know why I need something else to occupy my brain. Um, I literally cannot do one thing at a time. And, you know, like listening to a podcast, I have to like be playing Sudoku or playing 2048 or, or like doing nonograms or something. I just have to. That's just the way my brain is. How can you play 2048 while editing? I am listening to it, and I'm also playing 2048. Editing the podcast. Yeah. But you weren't editing the podcast when you pulled open this tab, presumably. Yes, I play 2048 on my computer. Oh, right, because I, yeah. forgot, I <laughs> forgot this computer is only for the podcast. Yes, I have a computer that's only for the podcast. How luxurious. Not really. Yeah, not really. I didn't get this computer just for the podcast. I have a work computer that I work on, and this is my personal laptop. <laughs> just wanted to clarify that I didn't go out of my way to buy like a separate podcasting computer. But yeah, so thank you for revealing my tabs, Duncan. Sure. Is there anything else on your computer I should reveal? No, there is not. No! Anyway, the, descri- <laughs> the description for this chapter is, aw, a brotherly love moment. <laughs> I like that there's a little bit of the author's opinion inserted there. Yeah, it's Aww. editorializing yeah. here. <laughs> it's more of an author's note than it is a chapter description, but okay. <laughs> Are you ready to get into the chapter, Duncan? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so... I'm just looking at this first note here. Yep, Go ahead. Yep, so the first note is X... Oh, sorry. Capital X, lowercase x, capital X. Still, B- still Bill's POV. Capital X, lowercase x, capital X. Yeah, what's interesting to me about this is that there is no space between the x's no. and the beginning or end of still bill's point of view yep it's so like it, sandwiched yeah it looks very striking it does i wonder if you did this intentionally because it certainly mm. conveys something i don't know i i want to say that nothing i did as a child was intentional i feel like that's a safe way to do it mm. yeah I don't know, but yeah, it looks extremely weird. My, I, I see it and it just screams hot topic to me. Yeah. Something about it, yeah, like that's why I think the it rawness. May have been intentional. Yeah. It, it, there's Maybe. there is something stylistic the about the rawness this. of it. I think mm. it's very weird to look at. Scary, but there you have it. So I'm gonna go back into my weird accent. I don't know how to label it. Let's say transatlantic sports announcer. Here we go. After a few minutes, I felt myself drift to sleep. When I woke up, it was four in the morning. I decided to get some water since I couldn't go back to sleep. <laughs> I love how, like, so many of these chapters are just, like, 
events. It's just like, I wake up, yeah. I go to the store, and like, it's just It's secret. like a to-do list. Yeah, literally. Yeah, that's a perfect way to describe it. I walked into the kitchen and saw Tom sitting at the dinner table. Tom, what are you doing up? I should be asking you the same thing. I can't sleep. Me neither. What's bugging you? What makes you think something's bugging me? Hang on. Oh, okay, okay. I was confused as to who was who. <laughs> so, like, I how know could it, you be confused? Uh, how could I possibly be confused? It's very effective the way that you read them because they sound exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, like, that must, it must be very confusing for people who are not literally looking at the text right now. But I mean, I'm also confused, to be fair. But the next line actually does clarify. Tom, you're my <laughs> twin. I know what you're feeling. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh yes, of course. Yes. I forgot about that. Mm. So what's the matter? Well, it's just I I keep thinking that it's my fault Julia is in the hospital. I mean it's not his fault. But you were pretty mean to her. He was very mean to yeah. her. Like not to her face, to be clear. Like he didn't go right to her face and he was like, fuck off, bitch. Like Regardless, he, yeah. he was strange. He was talking mean. shit. He was talking shit for sure. He was Too being rude. mean. Very rude. Yeah. Much like Yoda. He was being very mean, and he, but he was doing it behind her back. And, you know, like I said, he made some points, but he was being mean. I appreciate what's going on here, which is that you're defending his actions <laughs> because they were behind her back. <laughs> I just think that I'm presenting a case for everybody here. The only character I don't like is Julia. I'll present an argument for everyone else. I think you will present an argument for anyone who gossips behind people's backs and you'll say, well, listen, that's that's obviously okay to do. Hey, 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 I'm a kiss man. Leave me alone. Mm. <laughs> but listen, he, he yeah. I mean, what he did was wrong. Sorry, Dom. But, yeah. Where are they? Are they, like, in their hotel room, I guess? Yeah, they're in the yeah. hotel room. Hotel room. They stay in the same room then? Or, I guess they have, like, a suite or something. Yeah, they have a suite with yeah. many bedrooms and a kitchen. Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Because when Julia stayed over, it wasn't like she was in, like, you know, like... A... They're, they're in the hotel. That yeah, is yeah, explicit. Yeah. I will give, um, what's this one called? The story? Uh, yeah. Kisses, kisses of, of Regret. Of regret. <laughs> I will give Kisses of Regret credit oh. that Forgotten Memories does not get. Okay. In Forgotten Memories, we always questioned, where are they? Are they in a hotel? In <laughs> this, they are explicitly yeah, in, in a, a hotel. hotel. It makes yeah. no more sense. True. They are certainly overstaying their welcome at this hotel, and the logic behind them being in the hotel is like absolutely non-existent. But, but they are in a hotel. That's the cops. Firecrackers. Yeah, firecrackers going off because we actually got a smidge of, like, world building. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't even know if it's world building. Actually, it's it's not so much world building as it is consistency. Like, at least we have that. We kind of... But no, it is world building. We know where they are. So, you know, I'll freaking take it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I suddenly thought of that. <laughs> I had to think. <laughs> And what we, do you we know say? if Bill's thinking that can't be good. Yeah, I mean, every time he has a thought, it's like, oh no. <laughs> Anytime any of these characters thinks, it's like a problem. He was so mad at Tom. Like, he did he just conveniently forget about that? Like, that he was like, you know, whatever. Like, he completely forgot that whole argument. I guess it's okay, because, like, Julia's, like, he's been dealing with that nonsense. Like, uh -huh. that's that's been a whole thing. Yeah. But 
I don't know. It doesn't seem like you could really forget that. Like that it happened like two hours ago, probably. Yeah. Come on, lad. Maybe He's... Bill has some sort of disease that affects his short-term memory. Oh, he has amnesia. The same disease amnosia. that makes him think every day is Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's true. He thinks every day is Valentine's Day, and he has the attention. I think he just has like the attention span of like a walnut or something. You hearing all these firecrackers? Yeah, yeah. I, I know I've, like, said it before. Like, I've apologized for how loud our neighborhood is. I can't emphasize enough just, like, how much noise there is sometimes. Today it's firecrackers. Sometimes it's, like, a helicopter. Hey. Yeah. New York City, baby. Yeah, it's New York City for I'm you, I'm walking here. Yeah. Every time I'm on a Zoom call, they're always like, where do you live? Because <laughs> like, it's just, like, a fire engine and then an ambulance and then a cop car and then two people fighting in the street and i'm like i don't know it's just another day forget about forget, it forget about it i'm walking here anyway bill's having a think oh <laughs> if tom had never said those things about julia then this probably wouldn't have happened listen that's a leap bro that's a leap i don't know about that this wouldn't he's I... pinning everything on tom part of it was bill as well like you know bill has some culpability in this situation because the reason they were even fighting about this is because he wasn't open about julia's background from the get-go so you're not off scot-free bro mm. Mm. there's that there's an ambulance now Bang. right on time <laughs> right Crash, on time firecrackers <laughs> you know what you don't need a uh, sound effects on this show we're celebrating what are we celebrating? Christmas. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> halfway there. Yeah, halfway there, I guess. <laughs> I thought about Julia lying in a hospital bed, blood pouring out of her arm. Okay. <laughs> Thinking about that brought tears to my eyes. Soon they were pouring down my face and I was full on sobbing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I felt Tom put his arm around me. Oh, there's the brotherly love. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> i don't i hope the firecrackers do show up on the recording yeah i i hope that we're not just talking about all this noise and, y- and y'all just don't hear it i mean i kind of hope they don't show up on the recording because that would be better audio quality but then all of these but just imagine just like brrr, like in the background if you're not hearing it right now just assume there's a firecracker going off every yeah, few there minutes probably is yeah it's okay we'll go see her tomorrow but what if she's not there what do you mean? She ran away. <laughs> <laughs> she disappeared. <laughs> what if she didn't make it? Of course she made it. You can't make that kind of call, Tom. Unless, in this universe, he's a doctor. Hmm. <laughs> a firecracker goes off every time I make a point. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, that's... The firecrackers are intentionally doing that. Yep. Uh, to make you sound more emphatic. <laughs> I think he's just being optimistic. You know how sometimes... Um, when people are very sick, people will say, uh, I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. Even though they're not sure. And then they like wink at someone off camera. They're like, uh-huh. Usually, no, not that oh, part. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, you think? I know. Okay. Okay. Now, hang, that on, one hang actually... on. <laughs> Tom Cowlitz, PhD. Hmm. <laughs> MD. Yeah. Well. He's about to get sued for malpractice. Yeah. I hope Bill sues him. I hope that's the direction this is taking. Ooh, that would be interesting. Mm, then the, it last, become... the last four chapters were a legal yeah, drama. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to become a legal drama instead. Fuck Julia, she's gone. This, yeah. is just, this is just a legal drama now. Excellent. Maybe if I hadn't left her alone, this never would have happened. 
Don't blame yourselves. This is all my fault. I'm the one that talked about her behind her back. I hope she's okay. Don't worry, she is. Tom is really digging himself into this hole. This girl better be okay. Okay, I want to go backwards, actually. Okay. So Bill says, maybe if I hadn't left her alone, this never would have happened. All right. He didn't know that he left her alone. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he went... Okay, actually, I guess... He left her in the room for, like, two seconds to go fight with Tom. Yeah. But I think Georg and Gustav also might have been there. I think it's implied that they're there. Because she comes to meet all of them. I think my interpretation of this is, and maybe this is wrong, I shouldn't have ever left her on her own under my, you know, not under my observation. Okay. I don't like that. I don't like that she feels like she, that he feels that she needs to be watched. I don't I, like that. I don't like that either, no. but I'm wondering if you were maybe uh, reading the Twilight Saga. <laughs> Getting inspired. very Edward Cullion. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, he's like, I shouldn't have let her sleep in her room by herself. Yeah, maybe if Bill was 100 years old. <laughs> Which we don't know that he's not. That's true. It's not stated. This could either be a legal drama or a vampire story. It could go either direction. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. I think that he technically did leave her alone, but not really. Like, it was like two seconds to go have a conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Weird. Whatever. I don't know. Tom comforted me until I stopped crying. Sometimes it's good to have a twin brother. Oh, okay. I guess we... Tom hasn't even apologized, really. Big mood swing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you know, I love having a brother. But, like, he hasn't actually apologized for anything that he did. No. Tom's gonna go, like, the minute that Julia's okay, he's gonna be like, phew, okay, let's talk shit. Yeah. He's gonna go right back to now it. Now that you're okay, I'd like to state for the record, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be standing there, like, waiting for her to wake up. The minute she blinks an eye open, he's like, oh, thank God, he's, okay. He's sitting in the hospital waiting room looking at his watch. Yeah. And the moment she's discharged, great. He's like, great, here are all the reasons I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you were in the hospital so long, it gave me time to make a list. <laughs> The next day we got up early so we could visit Julia at the hospital. Before we got to the hospital, we bought her flowers. That's, that's lovely. I didn't know what her favorite color was, so we just got roses. Roses come in many colors. That's true. Um, what does it have to do with being, with her favorite color? Wouldn't you be like, I need to know her favorite flower? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, flowers come in different colors, so you could probably color coordinate. I guess. Doesn't feel as relevant. Like, the line of thought there doesn't feel correct. I think many flowers are nice. Yeah. It's lovely to receive a flower. Well, <laughs> You just disagree? Yeah. This is why I don't receive flowers very often. I got you flowers. What? I did. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at? The birds. They're back? This is different birds. Look, there are two on the tops of the tree. Oh, dang. Yeah. This one with the big white crest. This bird that we're looking at right now, it's got a massive breast. Yeah. Yeah. That's technically accurate. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what I said. (laughs) A bulbous, proud young man. How do you know it's a boy? Well, I don't. It's a bird. How dare you? (laughs) How dare you gender that bird? Do you know how to gender a bird at all? Like, I don't think I could no, tell I even could if I go. got a, like, a, a, a corpse of a bird and was allowed to examine no, it. No, yeah, I'd be like, I don't know, but I hope you had a good time. Yeah. I don't know who you are, but I hope you lived well. All right, back, we're back from looking at the bird. Well, you're back from looking at the bird. 
<laughs> Duncan will be continuing to look at the bird. <laughs> we got to the hospital, then went up to the secretary. We are here visiting Julia Vermeer. When did he learn her last name? Um, Maybe he assumed it was the name of the hotel. I, I give them a great leap. <laughs> Very successful, big-ass leap. <laughs> you know what? In some ways, he's the smartest person in the world. I mean, in the world of this story, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, really, that's Tom, actually, because apparently he's a he's a medical doctor. Oh, yeah. well, there are a lot of medical doctors. Not all of them are the smartest person in the world. Fair point. There's only one of those, and his name is Gregory House. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, hold on, please. Oh, interesting. Interesting voice there. The secretary typed something into her computer. I'm sorry, no one is registered under that name. But, but she's supposed to be here. Maybe you mispronounced her name? No, I'm sounding like <laughs> you doing the voice. Hold on. Maybe you mispronounced her name? No, I'm sure that's it. Even if he, even if he mispronounced a name, wouldn't they just be like just the spell it? Mispronunciation yeah, is not, it's the, not issue. the issue. How could you mispronounce the name Vimera? Like just spell it then. Like what? I mean, you. I can imagine many ways to mispronounce it. But again, yes, yeah, you're right. It's that's not, not relevant here. No. I thought back to what she said when I first met her. Oh, this is a flashback. Uh, I guess. What's your name? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know my name. And then, in, in not not in the flashback anymore. Bill said, "That's it. What's it? That's okay. it. Didn't we establish like a scene name for her at one point? She was like Julia Nobody. Oh yeah, but, but that's not canonical, no, right? No, that was just us. Okay. Just us goofing. Is it gonna be like she has no name? <laughs> like, is it, like do you have a no name in the system? <laughs> like, what is he gonna say? How does that crack the case for him? I think you just said you have a Jane Smith. Or whatever, Jane Doe. Jane Doe. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Have you had any patients here with unknown names? I'm sorry, but I can't give out that kind of information. Wait, 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 wait. Don't, I think they can. Because the point is that that you could potentially be there to identify who they are. Yeah, that seems true. Yeah. They're just like, no, they'll remain unknown. I refuse to tell you. <laughs> I will not. And even then, Bill can't really say anything. He's like, this is her name that she goes by, I guess. I don't know. I guess she has a legal name. She doesn't know what it is, though. Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't be able to no. identify her at the hospital. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, but I can't. I walked away from the desk and I said, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're so affected. <laughs> I walked away from the desk and I started walking to the elevator. Bill, where are you going? I'm going to find Julia. Shouldn't the, the person at the desk be like, hey, stop? <laughs> Why? They're, they're not in the they're hospital. Like, what does she care? I mean, wait, what? Yeah, shouldn't the person who's manning the desk be like, hey, don't go? Why? The, 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 he's just walking. He came up. He was like, where do I go? And yeah. then the person was like, yeah. There's no know. one here by that name. Yeah. And now he says, okay, I shall leave. No, he's going to the, he's going to the elevator. He walked away from the desk into the elevator. Oh. Within the hospital, okay. unless there's an outside yeah, well, elevator. Well, here, here's what happened to me. Yeah. Growing up, whenever I went to the doctor, we went, is this big doctor complex. And even to get to the, like, check-in, you had to take the elevator. So oh. in my head, 
Bill was going to the elevator to leave. Oh, no, But that I think, usually doesn't yeah, make sense. No, You're right. No, no, no. I don't think so. I think, based on context as well, I think he's just walking into the hospital and being like, all right. I appreciate your perspective. Thank you. Because mine was so warped. Thank you. Happy to be here. How are you supposed to find her? A great question, Tom. Thank you, Dr. Tom. Well, you just wait until you hear Bill's astute answer. Oh. I'll just look in every room. Oh. This is like that song, and I would walk 500 miles. He will check 500 rooms, and he would check 500 more. Wow, that's inspiring. Thank you. <laughs> that's love. Bill, there must be thousands of rooms here. <laughs> that's so many. There's, this is, okay, hang on. Let's talk about this world building for a second. This is a place One where... One hotel the, town. <laughs> One hotel town has an arena... <laughs> <laughs> and a, a mall and yeah. a hotel with that not a hotel a hospital with thousands of beds <laughs> so what is the size of this town unconfirmed it has thousands of beds maybe tom can't count <laughs> oh god one <laughs> two three one thousand <laughs> sounds like thousands to me wilson i'll look in all of them Bill, that's crazy. Anything <laughs> to find her. Oh, and then Tom says a very relatable line. Ugh, here we go. <laughs> and now this is the peeking in every room montage where it's just like, do, 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 and it's like wacky. He goes in. It's like Scooby-Doo. He goes in. Yeah, one he door, goes comes in one door. Yep, that's great. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Just good. imagine that. <laughs> Tom got in the elevator with me and we went up to the first floor. Hang on. What about this to, floor? Yeah, what is this floor? <laughs> Okay, I guess they can't count. <laughs> in Britain, they do that. That's true. So, you know what? Maybe, oh. big brain, this is from Bill's perspective in Europe. Ooh. They have a ground floor and then they have a first floor. So, oh this is accurate. God. Wow. Amazing. Big, yep. big brain. Wow. <laughs> we looked in every room on the entire floor. She wasn't here, so we went up to the next floor. We did that for seven more floors. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I don't I don't have that much experience with hospitals so correct me but I feel like what Julie would probably be in ICU I guess I I feel like most of the floors of the hospital are not actually dedicated to patient rooms they're dedicated to like big x-ray machines and stuff I think so yeah I think yeah I think the amount of beds is kind of Usually there are less beds in a hospital than you think. I and think. they're all yeah. in one place. Kind of, I don't know. I don't know about that. I guess they have wards. Yeah, they have. They certainly have wards. I mean, I feel like if she came in in the emergency room, that tends to be on a lower floor. Right. Because, you know, like the emergency room. You gotta rooms, get to it. Yeah, the emergency room on the first floor. So if she were like immediately moved there, that's on the lower floors. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know much about hospitals, but I think she would be on a lower floor. I mean, the idea, this is like a high-rise hospital. It's already got like eight floors. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of floors. It's a lot of floors. Yeah. I wouldn't want to run up that many steps. Me neither. I Maybe if I was Thank- practicing, but it would be a lot. Thankfully, it does seem like they're taking the elevator. Yeah, good for them. Uh, I'm imagining, actually, that, um... They're running? They're sprinting. Okay. Bill, can we stop looking now? Not until we find her. Just give up. You're not going to find her. Yes, I will. How has no one stopped them? They're just going into random rooms. This is a great question. (laughs) I have an answer. Okay. 
no doctors. The, oh. No staff. Ghost hospital. Huh. What about, except for the receptionist at the front? Yes. Interesting. I think a ghost would probably stop you too, though. They'd be like, hey, cut that out. This is the kind of ghost that can't see people. Well, then how do they see the patients? Ghost patients. But Julia's not a ghost. No. She is the only one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've made a few leaps. <laughs> Maybe this is a town. This, is a, this could be another thing about the town. Arena. Yep. One hotel. Great. Uh, a thousand hospital bed. No security. Yeah. Yeah. No staff. I don't know about no, I guess maybe no staff. Or maybe none of these beds are filled. Maybe they're just empty. Nobody cares that they're looking in all the rooms. Yeah, no. It's just like, I was like, surely it must be awkward. It's just someone sitting there like getting changed. And then he walks in. He's like, oops, sorry. He walks through someone's, you know, doing like a a lab. And he ruins it by exposing it to all his. Yeah, and they're like, no, my life's work. (laughs) And he's just like, my bad. (laughs) I finished looking in a room, then moved on to the next room. Oh, good oh, sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I looked inside and saw an old man asleep in a hospital bed. A ghost. Wow. Thank you for that little bit of color, uh, pastel. Well, it's not this one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that little bit of comedy. I was walking out when I noticed there was a curtain next to the man's bed. I could see the shadow of another person on a hospital bed. <laughs> behind it all right <laughs> hospital. all right more commentary here oh yeah <laughs> so hospital obviously funny <laughs> that's where a rabbit goes to get uh get cured <laughs> this is a hospital for wabbits i see <laughs> <laughs> bill up until this point on the seventh floor or the eighth floor did not realize <laughs> that there were curtain dividers <laughs> okay wait so it either means, it means one of two things. It means either that, that he didn't realize the curtain divider thing means something. Yeah. Or it means that he has been, like, not just peeking into the rooms, he has been walking in, pulling aside the divider and checking, like, really checking every room. So, like, walking in front of someone, being like, hello, and then just ignoring them and opening the curtain. The way I interpret this is he definitely did not <laughs> notice the divider right. in any other room and sure. has only been checking half of the beds. <laughs> All right, let's proceed with with that in mind. All right. Maybe it's her. I walked behind the curtain and saw a small girl. She had long blonde hair. No, that's not her. As we know, Julia, dark hair and dirty. Mm. She looked about 12. Well, this room's no it. (laughs) This is deteriorating. (laughs) This no it. (laughs) Oh, this no it. Oh, this no it. I started walking out, but then the girl woke up. Well, good thing, like, everyone in this hospital is apparently asleep. (laughs) No one paying him any mind. Maybe everyone is sedated because this is the Sweeney Todd Hospital. Oh, jeez. You're going to come out with a fabulous haircut and dead. Yeah, you're going to be a burger. A pie, please. (laughs) Um, It's, um, it's, uh, the hospital slash pie store yes <laughs> how convenient <laughs> oh, these meat pies are so unusual yeah. i'm gonna sing a song about it <laughs> good thing it's also at the hospital how convenient <laughs> uh you're bill cowlick <laughs> yes i am <laughs> i i love you oh how nice I looked closely at the girl. She had extremely thin hair and pale skin. White as paper. She must have cancer. Did you? (laughs) 
Did you hear that metaphor? White as paper? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the first metaphor in the history of this show. <laughs> Shakespeare could never. <laughs> I love that he made that leap. He's like, ah, she seems pale. Must have cancer. Yeah. <laughs> just he made a leap. Well, no, because of the thin hair. Thin hair, I guess. But he's just like, what if she's just there because she got a boo-boo? <laughs> like, and then he's just like, sorry, you have cancer. Yeah. yeah. Well, she, he didn't say anything. That's true. Let's see. Please, can you sign my notebook? Oh, sure. The girl pointed to a notebook on her nightstand. I opened it and signed it. Convenient that she had her autograph book there. Hey. Yeah. That's her hobby. Yeah. And she's sharing a room with an old man. Interesting. Um, hmm. I don't know how it works. Me neither, actually. Hmm. I don't know. Thank you so much. No problem. Anything for a fan. Love that we had this moment. Like, broke. So weird. So, it just broke all the tension. He's like, let me have a little side thing to remind you that he's famous. Yeah, can I take 10 selfies? Yeah. Okay, okay, yes. <laughs> Let's go. I'm, I'm kind of looking for someone. Make it slow. <laughs> I'm making a romantic gesture right now, please. I kissed the girl on the forehead and she smiled. Hey, Bill, I found her. I turned around and ran out of the room. I waved at the girl before I left. Tom was four rooms away from me. I went inside and saw a scrawny girl with black hair lying in a hospital bed. But is she dirty? If she's dirty, it's Julia. Julia! (laughs) Wonderful line reading. Thank you, it's in all caps. (laughs) I ran to her and looked at her closely. The dirt streaks on her face were gone. Oh my God, how will we know? This isn't Julia anymore. No, this is... But thank God. This is a ship of Theseus problem, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, someone finally... Like, it was not permanently etched on her. Someone finally gave her a bath. Thank you. The doctors must have cleaned her up. How dare they? (laughs) That was her signature thing. (laughs) Her arm was bandaged up, but you could still see the blood stains. I put my hand against her cheek, which was cold as ice. Oh, my God. Oh, another metaphor alert. metaphors. I can't deal with this. Ring the alarm bell. Get the get the uh, friggin' Nobel Prize on the line. <laughs> I move my hand down to her hand. Okay, never mind. You can tell them not to return our call. <laughs> the minute I touched her hand, it felt like I got shot. Like she didn't want me to touch her. Oh, maybe she is a ghost. Ooh. Mm. She probably hasn't forgiven me yet. Yep, yep, yep. That's what that is, Bill. Yep, 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 yep. I took one of the roses from the bouquet and placed it in her hand. I closed her fingers gently, so she held onto the rose. Oh, like the Bachelorette. Is that what they do in they what? On the Bachelorette, you have to you're like, will you accept this rose? Yeah, but they don't force it into someone's hand and then close their fingers over the rose, do they? I don't know. I haven't watched all that much of it. Okay. Yeah. What if it has thorns? Yep. <laughs> she just her hand starts bleeding, and he's like, oh, how beautiful. Tom stood next to me and looked down at Julia. Poor girl. (laughs) (laughs) She's not just a girl. She's my girlfriend. What a line to end on. That is the end of the chapter. This is the worst last line of any chapter. (laughs) It felt like it was supposed to be like, she's not a girl. She's my girlfriend. She's not just a girl. She's my girlfriend. Girlfriend. So stupid. 
so incredibly stupid. Also has the word girl in it, but okay. What is what did we learn from this chapter? Again, I'm back in revision mode, so I'm like especially critical right now of like mm. everything, and I'm like. If you were revising this chapter and you had to submit it uh, to your literary agent, which you have, uh, <laughs> thank what, you. What changes would you make? And I would throw it away. I simply wouldn't. I would not exist anymore. I'd be like, that's enough. No more. What are you so shocked? This bird, oh. I thought was kind of normal looking. Now I see it's got bright orange legs. And here you have it on Bird Watch 2021. <laughs> Another update on the birds. Yeah, I. Everything about this chapter kind of stupid, just long and pointless. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, it was fun though. I mean, I like I like not being around Julia because I really don't like her. I do like Bill and Tom more, so I'm like, all right, I guess I'll take that, you know. As chapters go, yeah, this was kind of a banger. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like, if you look at it, like, what does it add to the story? Nothing. Did Nothing. anything make sense? No. Was it fun to read? Absolutely. It was a fun one. Yeah. It is a fun one, yeah. And I, it's just a, absurd enough that I had a good time. So my prediction in the next chapter is Julia will be fine and will sadly be back to her POV. Mm-hmm. Um, very upsetting. And yeah, that's my prediction. What's yours? My prediction? I think that the doctor is going to try to poison Elle. Julia, please. <laughs> you said Elle. Yeah, no, that's what I meant. Oh, me? Like the author? Oh, you're asking about my predictions for the book? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. But to be fair, that is an excellent prediction for life and for the book. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> great job, Duncan. <laughs> There you have it. So in the meantime, until we're back next week, you can follow us on Twitter at MyFirstFanPod. You can follow us on Instagram at FirstFanFictionPodcast. And you can email me at MyFirstFanFiction at gmail.com. Kisses with regrets. <laughs>